T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. All right, here we go for a 4 o'clock hour on St. Louis's home for Conservative Talk, 97.1 FM Talk. Mark Reardon, Jane Duker hanging out. Sue is here, of course. we got Fred in the room. we got Sue's news coming up. How about old Fred yep. Bottenheimer over Thank there, you, ladies Kenny. and gentlemen? Appreciate it. Hey, hey, Jane, did you see, we, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Kenny, Kenny's been putting pictures, Kenny Wallace, of, yes. of when he was younger. All these so handsome cute. pictures. His uh, hair is a, all in order. He's adorable. He is adorable, yep. isn't he? Yeah, we love him. I love it. All right, we have um, Frank Cusimano a little later in the hour. We'll talk sports. We've got a big NFL playoff weekend. The Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Mizzou, a big game against Iowa State in the SEC Big 12 Don't Challenge tomorrow. Don't go to the game. I know, uh, right? Okay, because you're a jinx now. You're well, the jinx. Okay, but Alabama's really good. I Alabama mean, I, is really I'm, good. They're, I'm they're, tar- plus, I'm... they're plus 1,000 to win the national championship. They're Roll second tight. favorite, and I think that's a good choice because they're, they're, they got a couple of freshmen that are better than most oh. players in the whole country. Whoa. I'm just telling uh, you. Paul Hall with Common Guy Films at 425. We'll talk some um, new entertainment, Shotgun Wedding on Prime, uh, a new series that he really liked. He's kind of given us some hints shrinking with Harrison Ford and Jason Segel on Apple TV Plus and then Poker Face on Peacock. Poker Face looks interesting. Anyone seen the ads for that? Mm-mm. No. Or the trailers for that? I think but it I'm looks interesting. I'm going to put it on the list. Uh, all right. So we got that going on. Fred gave me this story yesterday and I thought it was fascinating. And this sounds straight out of, what was the movie? Well, I think we'll remember it. Terminator? Um, no, it wasn't. Was it Terminator or was it something else? It was like Terminator, but I guess it is. So listen to this. This is in the Washington Post. A tiny robot can melt... Escape from prison by sliding through secure bars. It almost looks like mercury. Remember when? Genius. Well, I mean, when I was a kid, we used to play with mercury in our hands. You weren't supposed oh, to do that. Oh, absolutely. But I remember breaking over the th- open the oh, thermometer. Oh my gosh! And it would, it would, yeah, yeah. And it would ooze. Roll. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Shouldn't probably. Should, hey, kids, don't try don't, that at yeah. home. Uh-huh. Abby, Abby's looking at us. Like, Abby's what's like. <laughs> No, Abby, I can't believe it. <laughs> there were a lot of things I did, Abby, that you will wonder why I'm alive. Abby, you have to remember that in the 1970s, we took these things with sharp ends and we threw them at one another. Jars. Jars. And we yes. loved it. Over the house. I have seen jars Over before. the house. Over the house. And you, you just didn't know when it was coming. Well, good oh my luck God. to you. And we all lived. So good this thanks. is a metal microbot made out of liquid metal microparticles that can be steered and reshaped by external magnetic fields. Genius. It's been, yeah, it's Fred, Terminator? it's been- 
but yeah, it is it's Terminator. been compared to the T-1000, um, the cyborg assassin. That was it. Yeah, Robert Patrick played that, where he could morph his way around solid objects. But in contrast with the film, the inventors of this robot believe their discovery can be used for good, particularly in clinical and mechanical settings by reaching hard-to-reach spaces. But this is something that makes your brain hurt, doesn't it? It mm-hmm. says that the robot was presented as a part of a study into the metal microparticles known as a type of magnetoactive, I can't say that word, I'm not smart enough, uh, that can morph, shape, move quickly and be controlled easily and carry many times its own body weight. Uh, They published findings in the journal Matter, created the robot using a composite of metals with a low melting point. That's kind of wild, isn't it? It's genius. Oh, and nobody will ever use that for nefarious purposes. No, 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 (laughs) no. No, when you proclaim it's for good, then that's all it ever does. Potentially, what to say. this material can be used for applications in flexible electronics, healthcare, and robotics by blasting the robot with magnetic fields at alternating currents. I've done this at home, personally. <laughs> Scientists oh, increase its temperature to 95 Fahrenheit and cause it to morph from a solid into a liquid state in one minute and 20 seconds. And then once it was transformed into liquid metal, the figurine could be steered through the narrow gaps of the lock cage by more magnets, demonstrating its morphability. It was the first time that anything like that really happened, and they were you know, trying to figure out if it could carry heavy loads and, and do things like that, and they think that it can. Wow, so, that yeah, is cool. It is. It's scary, too. It is scary. It is. It's scary. No. Everything is scary. Uh, this is not scary. Let's do this. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. On this day in history, and we do have music for this, Mark, 47 years ago, in 1976, the Happy Days spinoff Laverne and, and Shirley, Shirley premiered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Lemille. Incorporated. One of those terrifying things from the 70s. I loved it, but Abby's like, what in the world was happening I mean, in the 1970s? I don't even know where my car keys are, but I remember this yes, song. Yes, yes, it was so great. I mean, I don't know why. It was. It was an earworm. They had the big L and the big S on their shirts. Yeah. Oh, that's how they knew which one was which, Abby. Squiggy, it's the good old days. Lenny and, yeah, Lenny, Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy. Mm-hmm. One of them came into Channel 4 years ago when I was there and I met them. They were very nice. I believe it was Squiggy. Yes. Oh, Squiggy yes. always seemed like a well, nice Mike guy. Well, Mike McKeon was Lenny, and he's, you know, he was in Better Call Saul yeah, recently. Oh, yeah. Real yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Absolutely. that Squiggy wasn't. Uh, yes. So uh, this was 47 years ago I today in 1976. That was the bicentennial. Ah, yeah, it really was. Well, it was one of my favorite shows, right? I was a Happy Days kid and a Laverne Shirley kid. And it wasn't too long after this that, like, the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman came out, too. Oh, yeah. Have I, you... think they, I thought they predated Laverne I don't Shirley. think so, but I'll check. Check I'll it check out. On Have that. you uh, watched a Bionic Man or a... Uh, a Bionic Woman or a Six Million Dollar Man? Have, have you watched that lately? No. It probably it's, didn't hold uh, up, I bet. Yeah, I bet it's different now. No, yeah. it's, it's not good. It's fun for nostalgia, but... So, you know, somebody brought this up on Twitter a couple of days ago, and I talked about it at the time. This was a few years ago during the pandemic. I don't think I was on, maybe I was on 97.1 at the time. could have been on KMOX. Fred, you might remember this. I watched, just because I got curious and I was looking for something to fill the time, I started watching a season of The Rockford Files. And oh, it was so the great. It held up yes. exceptionally well. Except it really did. Yes. Rockfish. That, okay, if you <laughs> yes. do not watch, if you don't even know about The Rockford Files, you yes. are just not even American. I'm with you. 
Uh, 25 years ago, Abby, did we find anything for this? It was too much, wasn't it? Was it was too much. Yeah. yeah. 25 years ago today, now this is in 1998, in the midst of the Monica Lewinsky scandal, First Lady Hillary Clinton actually went on Today's show. Mm-hmm. And she said, she actually what she did was charge that the allegations against her husband were the work of a vast right-wing conspiracy. I remember the interview. <laughs> I absolutely remember oh, that interview. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I remember that. Oof. And, so, uh, so, you know, it you didn't go, age well. You see what I mean? It went back that far. But you think about it. You think about something that goes back that far, and then you think to yourself, how did she not realize that she had yeah. an unlikability factor that was sky high? Well, I I don't know that she ever knew that. And 13 years ago today, in 2010, Steve Jobs unveiled the iPad. So happy birthday to the iPad. It's only 13 years old. Mark Reardon is addicted to the iPad. I depend on my iPad Pro every day. Oh, no. I mean, oh, no. This is if the machine were away from me, like I would be having an episode. And seriously, and I bought an iPad, I mean, literally right after it came out. I mean, I was first in line for it, and I have never looked back. I love it. Yep. People are, I mean, I use one for traffic for ways. It's kind I'm of everywhere. I'm a big everywhere. fan of the Magic Keyboard. Jane, you've got the Magic Keyboard, I love right? the yeah. Magic Keyboard. It's keyboard way system. too much Highly money. Highway robbery, Apple, but it is really good. Yeah, well, that's fair. Uh, the people at Finance Buzz are looking to hire a couple. They are going to pay you $1,000 and give you an additional $1,000 IKEA gift card. And all you have to do is shop for an IKEA bedroom set, put it together, and document the ups and downs of the process. And there will be ups and downs. Uh, We have put together as a couple one bookshelf, and it went fairly well. But uh, I can imagine that a bedroom set. Let me assure you of something. Uh I would be doing it alone. I'm I'm not even going to say this is up for debate. If you put me, just me, in a room with that bedroom Uh set, and you say, you can get out of that room when you put this thing together, I would die in that room. I would never, ever get out. No, I would never get out. Really? I yeah, I promise you. You can't. A goes into B. I get too frustrated. Oh, no, I don't no, like that. Yeah. No patience. I start thinking about Swedish meatballs, and then <laughs> it goes all crazy, too. Wow. When we moved our son, Noah, to D.C., he bought a lot of furniture from Ikea. And he hired, I guess you call him a task rabbit. Yeah. And they come and put it together yes. for you. Yes. Wow. And, you Worth know, every dime, great. huh? I oh, did an Ikea, Ikea thing for my daughter, and it's... As tall as me with all these little drawers. Yep. And you had to put each drawer together. I mean, my husband just left the house. (laughs) Oh, my. I mean, the bedroom set would get put together by me. I mean, I love to put stuff together. Me, too. And I'm like, just leave me alone. Or just, if I tell you to hold something, just like, do not participate in any way, shape, or form unless I tell you exactly what to do. So this is That's how it needs to go. Becky knows that I I don't put things together. And I maybe I'll I'll hint every once in a while, hey, I might try. And then she knows that I'm just hoping that she's going to say, I'll do it, which Mm -hmm. typically she she does. Which (laughs) I might supervise. I would supervise a little bit, watch what she's doing, making right. sure the dogs don't get into the little bits and pieces and right. the Allen wrench Just bring and stuff me a soda. like that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah fun. The <laughs> Allen wrench will make you crazy at yeah. some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, uh, there it, needs to be a power one. All you—that's true. All you have to do is fill out an online form by the deadline, which is Valentine's Day. Then wait to see if you're chosen. Now, the only prereqs you have to live near an IKEA. That's why I bring it up. Easy. We can all do it. Yeah, and have the time to shop and assemble the furniture between February 21st and. March. March 21st, and then you've just got to be willing to share photos and videos of your experience. You mean as you're strangling your spouse? (laughs) Uh, Purportedly, I'm telling you, we were able to do it, but it it wasn't as complicated as a bedroom set. Uh, Now that everything, everywhere, all at once is cleaning up at the award shows, have you 
heard this story. Oscar Mayer, apparently when it first came out, uh, is now realizing that it made a mistake. Have any of us seen this thing? I Jane, have. have you seen it? You, a friend has. To. Okay. Okay. Do people have hot dog fingers in this movie, Fred? At one point, there's a scene of the the lead character with hot dog fingers. What does that What does that mean exactly? I mean, that's her ju- fingers are like hot dogs. They're super long oh. and bendy and and wiggly. It's, it's pretty freaky looking, but they're like hot dog fingers. They're really. Like yeah. foot long hot dog fingers. But they're Whoa. Real, they're, they're, but they're like oh, finger I mean, fingers. This is like a sci fi thing. This is a really... sci fi thing, right? Yeah. Well, when the no. movie was about to open, the producers reached out to Oscar Meyer uh, with a direct message that said, quote, We have an upcoming film that happens to heavily feature hot dogs. And if you're into it, we'd love to discuss a fun collaborative project we have in mind. Can't think of a better partner for this. And Oscar Meyer just ghosted him. Oh. Well, they should have gone to Nathan's, okay? First and foremost, should have gone to Nathan's. That was a big mistake right there. And, uh, well, now that the uh, movie has earned 11 Oscar nominations, the producers posted the unanswered DM and said, quote, when one Oscar lets you down, another one comes through. <laughs> That's great. great troll. Come on. That's a nice troll. And, and smartly, Oscar Meyer responded saying, quote, the L is on us, sending you buns of love. And they acu- included a picture of a hand making an L on its forehead with nice. its fingers as nice. hot dog fingers. <laughs> but yeah, I nice. guess you never know, you know, which movie's going to make it, which not. They didn't want to be yeah, so. It's not like, oh, you know, movies are lining up to feature hot dogs. Right? I mean, like, I don't know that they should be so choosy. That's just my opinion. I would agree. Uh, Mindy Kaling's Velma, by the way, on HBO Max is the worst rated animated show in IMDb history. Have you watched it at all, Abby? No, but I kind of still want to. Wait, Uh, worst rated as in in what? IMDb. 1.3 out of 10. Wow. I don't know that I've heard of anything that low. 1.3 out of 10. Abby, of course. How do you get unanimity on anything <laughs> in this life? That is, that is a level What's of, it? of okay, unanimity I did not think possible, ever. What is it running on Rotten Tomatoes? That's what I was Try it. Too. Try it. Let me yeah. see. Because, well, there's often a, I don't know if the rating on IMDb is um, more, you know, user-related. Harsh or not. Well, I no, know. I mean, more user-related compared to critics-related because the critics' numbers usually are off from, no, this is pretty bad. Oh, listen to this. This matches up. Listen, 44%, on, 44% um, positive reviews. That's Ooh. not good. And then the audience score is just six percent. So apparently, oh. yeah, people don't like that. Like this is, yeah, oh. this is resoundingly bad. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, at one point three out of ten on IMDb, after more than fifty-two thousand votes. Yeah, that's not good. It's might not, not good. get renewed. I'll find a way to watch it this Thank weekend you. and report back to Thank you. Thank you. I would uh, really like that. <laughs> now, I was going to tell us what to watch this weekend and do a breakdown for Jane, but Paul Hall is doing them all. And uh, Fra- Fra- Frank? Fred sends them to me in advance. So uh, Paul will be talking about some good stuff coming up. I'm just going to remind you that Sunday at 2 is the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. That's the Eagles and the 49ers. And then 5.30 our time on CBS is the AFC with the Chiefs and the Bengals. Now, do you want me to wrap, Mark? Or you yeah, want? I've probably. got plenty more. Okay. And finally, it's Sue's <laughs> yes. We have today's random fact. I have such good ones. Oh, I'm going to do this one. National Lampoon's Vacation gets credit for killing the station wagon. After that movie came out, sales plummeted, and the minivan almost immediately became the most popular family car. Wow, that's a shame. Yes. I love a good paneled station wagon, and they're just just not there anymore. Uh Uh-huh. It made it uncool. 
Fun fact, I once owned a minivan. I can't even believe I just admitted that. I own two minivans. Oh, my gosh. They you were practical. Do what you got to do, My people. kids were young at the time. They were kind of practical. Exactly. You cannot look cool in a we minivan. Did too. No. Not that I could have looked cool in another vehicle, but I no. know you can't look cool in a minivan. Hang on. Never. Paul Hall coming up with some entertainment recommendations for the weekend. Frank Cusimano at 445. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Paul Hall from Common Guy Films here to talk entertainment. He's been buzzing about this one quite a bit over the last few weeks, throwing in some hints, if you will. Oh, hey, Paul. I'm worried about you, kid. I mean, grieving her. You've been numbing. Stop. You're doing sad face. This is just face. I have resting dead wife face. Jason Siegel <laughs> and, uh, well, he liked it a lot. You could tell the laughter in Harrison Ford in this one, right? How are you, Paul Hall? I'm I'm good. I, yeah, shrinking is the one I've been hinting at for weeks, and quite frankly, it's now available on Apple TV Plus. They're going to roll out new episodes every week. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to see a chunk at once, and it was one of the few series that I can honestly say, as soon as they released uh, episodes to me, I plowed through them all at once. I I couldn't put it down. Um, it's the story of a of a therapist who is dealing with a personal loss. His wife has died, and you find out more about that in the course of the the show as far as what happened and whatnot. And he's trying to fix his own personal life and decides, well, part of what he's going to do to fix that is become a therapist who tells it like it is. And uh, that means telling people, you're a fighter, go out and fight. Your husband's cheating on you? kick him out, you know, and just he tells people that straight out instead of just asking people how they feel. So it's a different therapist. His boss is played here by Harrison Ford, and he is the perfect crotchety old man that has a, an arc throughout the course of the show that uh, is good and bad and, and something really special. I, I love Harrison Ford here. I love Jason Segel here. You'll laugh, especially in the first uh, handful of episodes, a lot. And it's very raw as well, which is kind of nice. It's an adult comedy. Apple TV Plus. Uh, Jason Segel also a creator and a producer of this, and maybe even wrote a little bit of it. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. he was involved in virtually yeah. everything here, and you can tell in his role on screen. He brings something that's really special to it. Uh, there will be, I believe, ten episodes before it's done. I've only seen nine, so I haven't got to see the last one yet. 
You'll see it. You will see it. This one looks good to me. I've been seeing a lot of the trailers for Poker Face. On the road, right? What's it like? Leave everything behind. Start fresh. I got wolves on my fender. Oh, I gotta keep moving. I'm trying to figure out what happened. You watch too much Dateline. I could tell she was lying. What is it? It's a woman's intuition? No, it's not like a tampon commercial, okay? It's a real thing. <laughs> That's Nat- <laughs> Natasha Leone, who's got a very distinctive voice. And this movie just, or this show looks interesting. It's on um, Peacock, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Peacock's home. They've got four episodes up now that you can start with, uh, and they will be releasing these on Thursdays uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's from Ryan Johnson. He, he's the guy behind this who gave us, of course, Glass Onion uh, and Knives Out before that. And, and Natasha Leone here, you've seen her in things. You go back to American Pie. She was Jessica. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did movies like Slums of Beverly Hills and But I'm a Cheerleader. You'll recognize her somewhat, but Mark, you've played some cards in your day. Imagine those poker players that can read you, but Natasha can read everybody when they're lying. And uh, imagine somebody who could look you in the eye, ask you a question, and know whether or not you're lying. Hmm. Well, uh, I got that one on my list. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm gonna try. I, I, but I'm and, really and a, excited. The owner decides he wants to use her to take down a whale. Oh, so of course he's going to try awesome. to use her. Yeah. Well, that's just episode one. It goes beyond that because things happen, and and uh, Natasha's got to kind of fend for herself along the way, and she, in essence, goes about solving some mysteries, shall we say, along the way as she's looking into other people and asking them point blank, you know, did you kill this person? Did you do this? Did you cheat? Do you have a, a king in your in your hand? It's, it's really a cool story that has a lot of legs, I think, to it. Um, and it's it's very film noir-ish in the way it comes about. I love it. I, I think Ryan Johnson, it's a home run again. All right, there's mm. one on Prime called Shotgun Wedding. Hello? Mom, now is not the time. I just want to ask, is that genetics or is it like Pilates? We got you a gift. It's your something borrowed. Brings you good luck, except for Uncle Greg, who ended up decapitated on that forklift. But that's not the knives' fault. Uh-uh. That sounds like mm. a very familiar voice there because I just wrapped up White Lotus. Am yep. I imagining that? Nope, that's Jennifer Coolidge there. She plays mom to, to, the, to the groom here, played by Josh Duhamel alongside J-Lo. And it's these two go off to get married at a far-off place until pirates take over the wedding and everybody gets held hostage. So uh, it's going to have to be, will they come together? Will they not? Will their uh, love withstand all the torture and terror that comes with planning a wedding and everything going wrong? It's very formula in, in very what it what it goes about doing in the course of the movie. However, we like J-Lo in roles like this. We like Josh Duhamel in roles like this. It's fun, it's light, and I love Jennifer Coolidge. Before this movie is over, you will see Coolidge in a light you haven't seen her in quite yet, and you've seen her in a lot of lights with The White Lotus. So um, I like Shotgun Wedding. It's not a great movie by any means, but it's a good uh, sit down with a date and and just relax and enjoy it. I, I mean, Jennifer Coolidge as Josh Duhamel's mom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Cheech Marin is uh, J-Lo's dad. So that seems more believable to me, but yeah. Why is that not? Because uh, it just seems like they're pretty close in age. Uh, I think yeah. Jennifer Coolidge is probably older than you think she is. Maybe. Yeah, and Lenny Kravitz is here, too. Speaking yeah, from the yeah. music standpoint, I, I like Kravitz here. I mean, Kravitz doesn't do enough acting, I think. He, he's good at it. She's 61. 
And How old is Josh he? is, oh, you might be right. He's 50. I know. Okay. I was like, wait, because, you know, he was a huge crush of mine. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's, a, he's, yeah, he's not, only 50. Yeah. I okay. mean, all right. I might have, was, I might, you might I, have that's why there. I was, but maybe, uh, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see because me, I'm sure it'll play well, but I want to. Well, and they don't see. play him like he's young either because he's, he's kind of a 40 year old minor league baseball player that's washed out a little bit. And hmm. that's who his character plays. So it's not like they're, they're trying to make Duhamel think, seem like, you know, he's in his 20s or 30s. He's, yeah. he's playing his age. Since we're on the topic, you know, one more you're going to talk about. Since we're on the topic of Jennifer Coolidge, you know, and I've kind of chronicled this, not that really people care about my opinion of White Lotus, but I was very lukewarm on the first season. I did make it through last week. My wife was out of town. She was stuck, actually, in Colorado for a couple extra days. So I had the opportunity, and I watched the entire second season of White Lotus, Paul. I loved the second season. I totally... I just thought it was so much better than the first season. I found the last couple episodes of season one somewhat compelling, but I think season two knocked it out of the park. And, and don't uh, don't listen to Jennifer Coolidge's speech at the Golden Globes if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to see the whole thing. So, I mean, she gave away the end of her her. Uh, well, that's too bad because the way that that whole thing wrapped up, I thought was exceptionally well. It was one of those moments I did not, you know, they, they kept me guessing until the end, which I thought yeah. was great. All right, You People is another film this week. It is so nice to meet you guys. What's going on? Tell me about life. How are you? How's work? So you want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. So do you hang out in the hood all the time, or do you just come up here for our food and women? That's a valid question. It is. All right, that's another very familiar voice. Not Jonah Hill, but Eddie Murphy's in this film, Paul. Eddie Murphy's in this film. Julie Louis-Dreyfus is here. Nia Long, David mm-hmm. Duchovny. It's it's really got a nice cast of folks. Even some of the auxiliary characters like Elliot Gould and Rhea Perlman show up. So it's, wow. it's this really great cast of fun people. If you don't know who they are, you've seen them before. It's a story of a, an interracial couple that comes together, a, a Jewish guy in Jonah Hill and an African-American woman in uh, uh, Lauren London. And the two of them get together, and of course it's two cultures colliding. They find each other, just like many people you know, of different races and whatnot, get together and find each other. But their parents, well, that's another story. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is perfect as an awkward mom who just uh, doesn't get it, tries to fit in. Uh, Eddie Murphy plays the militant black man who just, uh, just quite doesn't understand what he's doing there, even though he He's, you know, just recently converted himself. It kind of plays on every stereotype we have of races. And at times, the thing that worried me the most about it was you almost feel a little uncomfortable laughter where you go, should I be laughing at this or should I not? And but that's part of what they're trying to do here. I think they're trying to satirize the effect of we all do a little too much over the top at times. And just it's fun to see people like Eddie Murphy uh, do roles like this. Uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus to be in the centerpiece I liked it. I didn't love it, but it's it's definitely a, a movie that you'll probably get to the end and you go, should I have been laughing? Yeah, Joni mm. Hill co-wrote this. Kenny Barris is one of the guys that's behind the show. Blackish was the the writer and director on this. the The trailer, I remember seeing the trailer in the fall. It looked a little lukewarm to me. So uh, that sounds like a just a moderately a very mild recommendation. Yeah. Anything yeah, else mild this weekend, Paul? You know, I was going to mention. I just got an email earlier today. Did you know today you can now own Megan? 
Uh, Megan is available digitally uh, to purchase or via via rental from your local cable or satellite company uh, on their on-demand platforms or Prime Video. Um, I, I would say if you're going to do either one, might as well buy it. It's 25 bucks to buy it, I think, on Prime and 20 to rent it. That's the Meghan Markle documentary? Price. No. What is no, that? No, I, forgot, no. I forgot what that was. I know it's not. What, what is it? No, it's my guacamole dance move uh, number. You know, I can guac. Yeah. yeah. But wait, remind me what it is. I can't remember what that movie's about. It's it's the killer doll that is created oh, okay. to basically. I think it's still number two in, in the theaters. So you can go see it in theaters, or now you can actually see it at home. Which um, things move quick these days. So if you don't get out to theaters and see it now, other than Avatar, which I think is going to be in theaters till what twenty twenty four or so. Probably, probably. Yeah. Paul, tell folks yeah. where they can find your reviews. Simple, comicguy.com. You have a great week. Enjoy the football Take games, care. even though the Chargers aren't competing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on board. I appreciate there that. There you go. Frank Cusimano is coming up. We're still kind of bracing for this video to be released down in Memphis, and I think that the timing now is after this show. So I don't know that they're going to release the video from the body cam from the police beating uh, until 6 o'clock Central, which is 7 o'clock Eastern, but we'll certainly keep you posted on that. And, Jane, you just sent me we'll, – we'll get to this after we visit with Frank here, but the Fraternal Order of Police um, president – Patrick Yost has seen this video and issued a brutally harsh statement against these officers. So you know, I mean, we're 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 being braced for something that is being compared to Rodney King oh, and might be even worse. So we'll have to see what happens. All of the officers are black. Whether that matters when it comes to the reaction tonight across the country, we will soon find out. Unfortunately, Frank Cusimano's here from KSDK. We visit every Friday and Monday. Another big sports weekend. We got AFC and NFC championship games. Some big college football. The Blues. Maybe we don't talk about them. How are you, Frank? Great to be with you guys. It is going to be a fun weekend. There's no doubt about it. You want to start with the Blues and just get the bad news out of the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think last night was the low point of the season. It's three losses in a row against three teams that probably won't make the playoffs. It's a five to nothing beatdown. They've given up more two-on-ones and three-on-ones than any hockey team in history. That's a bad team they lost to. There was some unrest on the bench at the end of the game. Uh, you know, there's 33 games left, and shocking things happen in sports. But I would be shocked if this ends up being a postseason team now in 11th place and six points out of the final playoff spot. They'd still have to leapfrog Colorado, leapfrog Nashville. It just doesn't have a good vibe at all. And so mm. then do the Blues become sellers here at the trade deadline, which is, I think, some of the conventional wisdom, Frank. Absolutely. And if they need help driving the three free agents to the airport, I will drive my uh, sport utility vehicle and take wow. them. Wow. Because the last thing you want to do is you don't want to be at that deadline and keep these guys and then have them walk and get nothing. I'm not saying it's a total rebuild, but right now it's at least a retool and you're going to have to get assets for these guys that you probably can't win with. Guys who have been great players. I hope you win a Stanley Cup. All right, so I'm, mm. I'm missing one of them. I know it's O'Reilly and Tarasenko. Who's the third? And Ivan Barbashev. Okay. He's really a good player. And, you, you know, if I'm a quality team, I want a guy who's tough like that, scores some goals, great team player. Yeah, I think there's value all three. Loved the effort by Mizzou the other night on the road. I wish they would have won by 20, but you got to take care of those games. And this is a very interesting weekend. You have the SEC Big 12 champ or uh, challenge, I guess they call it. Iowa State, a really good team. They just beat K-State at home a couple of nights ago. Comes into Columbia, Missouri. And it should be a fun game. And I like the Tigers' chances tomorrow. And I love the Tigers' throwback uniforms. Going back uh, yes. to the uh, uniforms that... Norm Stewart took yes. 16 different teams to the NCAA tournament. So atmosphere is going to be absolutely insane, too. I want so, one. Uh, look, 
here's what I think is interesting about Mizzou is now that you have Isaiah Mosley going, the guy who averaged 20 points a game in back-to-back years at Missouri State, and if you have him on the court now all the time with Kobe Brown, that's a dangerous team. But this is a really good team. They're playing, you're right, Iowa State. So they got a hold, sir. Is it my imagination or is this particular head coach, Dennis Gates, kind of forging a, uh, a better relationship with Coach Stewart than some of the past coaches recently? It just seems like they, they you know, I've seen Coach Stewart he prays. Dennis Gates pays homage quite a bit, including with these, uh, with these uniforms. I like that. Absolutely. Mark, one of the first things he told us when he was a guest on Sports Plus was uh, my first or second phone call after I got the job was to offer Norm Stewart a coaching job on my staff. Now, obviously, it was in jest, but your premise is correct. His respect to not only Norm Stewart, but to the great players of the past. Like, they went to um, Florida, and he said he, he invited Clarence Gilbert yeah. to be in the game. And, yeah, so he's done all these things. That really, I love it. I'm telling you, this guy is gold. The only thing you got to do with Dennis Gates from here on out is extend his contract. I think he's been great. I really do. Mm-hmm. And just to see, I, I said this on, on Monday, and Jane, I would have loved if you would have accompanied me, but just to see that arena rocking with oh, students in it. you know, because That's what you want to say. Even when I've kids. seen the place kind of half full, the students were not showing up in the past several years. I mean, there have been some exceptions, obviously, but it's awesome. And I think they're sold out for that game tomorrow as well. Illinois has got a matchup against Wisconsin. What about SLU this weekend? Slew is at Davidson tonight. Slew is off to their best start ever in the Atlantic 10 under Travis Ford. They're 6-1. and one. That's the good news. The bad news is they've never won at Davidson, ever. Mm. Uh, they're 0-4 there, and they, the average margin of defeat has been 17 or 18 points. Slew is very well aware of that, but I think they're peaking at the right time. And I think reports of their demise early on when they had the bad loss to SIUE greatly exaggerated. I think this team is starting to find themselves right now. All right, Ooh, we got the time. AFC, the NFC Championship games coming up. We got the uh, 49ers and the Eagles on the early game on Sunday. Then Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs host Cincinnati at Arrowhead. Thankfully, no neutral site game. A lot of people like the Bengals in this game. One reason is because we don't know the condition of Patrick Mahomes in the ankle. Well, it's awfully good. I mean, it's much better. And let me tell you this. Last week after he got hurt, his passer rating was still 108. Like, if Lamar Jackson loses his legs, he's in trouble. Patrick Mahomes is still a great drop-back passer. Now, granted, he'd lose a little bit of his effectiveness if he's not quite as nimble, but he'll be fine. I think the most important person in this game is not Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. I think it's Lou Anarumo. He is the defensive coordinator for the Bengals, who's absolutely brilliant. He shut down Josh Allen. If you look at his second-half adjustments, as good as any D.C. we've seen in a long time, and just the point totals against the Bengals these last four weeks, all under 20. I don't know if he's got the potion to stop Mahomes and, and, and Andy Reid, but I think he's, he's the guy to do it. What do, you, what do you think about the early game, 49ers and Eagles? Look, San Francisco has won 12 games in a row. I love this Brock Purdy kid. He's been looking out, you know, outstanding. He was the Iowa State quarterback. He was injured, I think, his last year at Iowa State. May have not gotten uh, as much attention in the draft. He was picked very late by San Francisco. He was a third-string guy because of injuries. But, man, has that kid played cool and calm under a lot of, uh, you know, tough moments here, intense moments in the past few weeks, Frank. Yeah, and I think we're seeing the brilliance of Kyle Shanahan because – he, he surrounds him with all these weapons. And he's basically saying, you don't have to win the game. Just distribute the ball. And the kid is staying in the pocket and making good throws. 
This game is so tough to call. I don't know how anybody mm. could say, yeah, I feel really good about betting on this one because it's Philadelphia. It's Jalen Hurts, who's second in the MVP. It's that great defense there at home. But the 49ers have won 12 in a row and they have the best mm. roster in the league. This yeah. one is really a great game. This is going to be some good games. Yeah, I can't I wait for it. Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. What's coming up on Sports Plus Sunday night? Well, Darren Payne, who I think is one of the more compelling broadcasters in our town, sits down with us just about how he's done his craft. You know, you got to remember, this guy is a broadcasting star. He's on mm-hmm. national television 40 times a year now, mm-hmm. and he was a five foot five backup goaltender who nobody knew, but he had the gift of presentation skills and a little bit about his fascinating career. And then we're going to salute Dick Weiner, the outstanding former athletic director at St. Louis U High, who's nice. lived his life for others. Awesome. Yep. Frank, have a great weekend. Enjoy basketball and football. You're not going to Columbia tomorrow, are you? No, I am not. Enjoy it, though. All right. You too. All we'll right. talk on Monday afternoon. Thank you. Bye, Frank. Okay, guys. Take care. Let me, uh, let me get back just quickly here before we break for the top of the hour and the video that's going to come out in uh, Memphis tonight. Jane, you shared this with me. You work with the police um, I do. here in I Missouri, do. and you've gotten a release from the National Fraternal Order of Police, and the FOP national president says this. Patrick, is it Yos? Yos. Okay, mm-hmm. Patrick Yos, national president of the FOP, was appalled by the brutal assault on Tyree Nichols. But listen to this quote here. The event, as described to us, does not constitute legitimate police work or a traffic stop gone wrong. This is a criminal assault under the pretext of the law. The Memphis Police Department terminated the five officers who participated in this heinous attack. The district attorney, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, have completed the investigation, arrested the officers, charged them with second-degree murder. So he he's obviously outraged, says, according to the reports, the fact that none of these officers, none, he capitalizes none, acted to stop this vicious attack only compounds my horror. It's sickening. The men arrested and charged for this crime have rights, the presumption of innocence, and the due process protections of anyone else. But the bottom line here is that Tyree Nichols and his family and our entire country need to see justice done swiftly and surely. There's nobody that's defending these officers at no. this point at all. Like, no. nobody. Yikes. So, and, I, you know, and that and that's the thing. I, 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 I I just hope there isn't protesting as if to assume that there's that there's people on the other side. You know what I mean? I, I, right. Look, you're I never going to have complete unanimity on anything. But, you know, um, if people agree that th- this is what, you know, it's being made out to be and that, you know, justice is happening. I mean, I, I'm but not sure what else you know, sure what you know what's going to happen. Do. There's, there's going to be people that are going to peacefully protest, right? But there's also going to be people sitting in their homes. They're going to see this video when it gets released at 6 or 7 o'clock mm-hmm. tonight. And if it's as bad as we're hearing that it is, and maybe expectations were set even higher, so then people, t- I don't know, but I'm yeah. expecting the worst. But you're going to have bored people in cities, perhaps across the country, that can go out and F the police, you know, binge and that's what worries me now we've been worried before embraced before for violence and thankfully it hasn't happened maybe this will be one of those weekends i i hope so oh i I don't we we don't need it right the city i mean you can feel the sort of the everybody i mean is like you know they brace i mean you can feel that st louis is like i mean we've just been through it and too you know too many times and i think um no matter what side of the issue on anything we all know what it's like if, if if this brings down you know does horrible things well, to a city. One of the know? things that's so confusing about this, and maybe we'll know the answers to this, and maybe it'll be a little bit clear when you see the video, is how, at this point, that people can think they can do things, and officers in particular that have body cams that are not going to be caught on camera and witness. Now, you're in the moment. The guy was 
you know, certainly resisting a couple of times that mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. Chief Fitch addressed this during the uh, the roundtable a couple of hours ago. But adrenaline, at that adre- and, like yeah. all that stuff is understandable. You're dealing with people on a daily basis, and I've said this, Jane. You know this, and I feel strongly. There's so many things that these cops have to see, witness, deal with that weigh on them. Especially then, you got the families worried about their coming home alive. I get all that. So, but that, there is a line. There is a and line, and even. Police officers know there is a line. and um, Well, I've always been a fan of not charging police officers when there's no crime committed. For example— But if there is a crime, in, then it sh- they should yes, be charged. Yes, and, and, I, and I've seen—look, the George Floyd situation was uh, a little more clear, right? I yes. still think there were a couple of different sides to that that mm-hmm. may not have gotten flushed out in the end. But look, the jury saw the evidence, and those guys were convicted, and I think one of them even pleaded guilty. In this particular case, though, I, I, I can't anticipate that anyone— on a broad basis, is going to say, look, we got this wrong. These officers were just doing their job. That's the difference. So if you have everyone on board not defending officers, we all agree there's charges there's here. There's always bad apples in every profession. and But what I don't want is that now all police officers are going to be drawn with a broad brush again and it's not fair you know do you know or is there going to be a whole new call that we get you know that the police officers here get more training well and then you raise this point now now we we never have any kind of focus on the kids that are getting shot on a daily basis nobody gets uptight about nobody gets uptight about the the victims of uh, violence in this city all right well we're bracing we'll see what happens here in the next couple hours have a great weekend i will all right we'll see you uh, next friday get more at 971talk.com we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 